changes afoot following the PM's major cabinet reshuffle. Andrew Little and Nanaia Mahuta got the biggest emotions, losing health and local government. Plus, we've got a new education and police minister, Jan Tanetti and Stuart Nash. Chris Hipkins also gave Transport, Immigration and Workplace Safety Minister Michael Wood a new job, the Minister for Auckland. And the Minister for Auckland is with us now. Morning, Michael. Good morning, Kate. What does this new position mean and what can Aucklanders expect to see from you? Uh, well, Kate, the new role as Minister for Auckland will be about making sure that we have focus and coordination uh, in Auckland. We want to make sure that as we make investment, roll out policies, work with local government, business and community in Auckland, that we're not duplicating, that we're getting the best outcomes. So I'll be coordinating with all of those people, but the immediate focus will be on supporting Auckland with the recovery from the devastating flood. As I look out my window in Roscoe South at the moment, we have further evacuations tonight. This has been a major blow to the city, and I'll be working with leaders across the city to make sure that we do recover well and this government will provide all the necessary support. Is part of your job to come in and sit on Wayne Brown and try and smooth him over a bit? I wouldn't say that, Kate. Um, I have a, a, a very firm view on these things. We have the elected government of the day. He is the elected mayor of the day with the elected council. We need to work together respectfully and professionally. Uh, that's the approach I've taken to date and that's the approach I'll continue to take. I reckon you've got a lot of work to do with Aucklanders because I'd argue Aucklanders do not like someone who loves cycleways, T2 lanes, bike bridges and reduced speed limits. I mean, you're a handbrake on this city. Uh, well, well, obviously, Kate, I wouldn't agree with, with that assessment. Um, Aucklanders consistently tell us that they want us to make sure that we have a transport network that's effective, that we reduce congestion. It's not, though. The public transport is so ineffective that no one uses it because it's that unreliable. And we love our cars. Well, people tell us that they want there to be real transport choices. And if you're someone who does need to use your car to get um, get around the city, actually you benefit if more people get on public transport because that reduces the congestion Well, on the we'd roads. get on it if it worked, but it doesn't. It's never available. Well, I, I guess I'm someone who busts that myth because I'm someone who does regularly use public transport in our city. You're right, it's not good enough. What do you do? Do you get on a bus? I get on the, the, the 25-hour uh, bus uh, between um, the central city and um, uh, Mount Roskill and Linfield. That's often the route, that, yeah, the bus that I use to get into my office in Mount Roskill or to get into town. Now, I agree with you, it's not good enough for many people. It needs to be more regular, it needs to be more reliable. That's why we're making investments like the Eastern Busway out to Howick, Takaranga and Botany, because if people have that level of quality service, then they'll use it. Those are the sort of investments we'll make to give people more transport choices. Well, you've got your work cut out for you, don't you? I just don't know how you're going to endear yourself to Aucklanders when with immigration, when every single sector was crying out for workers, it took you months to get around to resetting the rules so we could actually get people back into the country. Well, I guess the point I'd make there, Kate, is that one of the things that I've tried to do in that role has been to listen to issues when they're raised with me. So we had made constant adjustments to the settings across last year. With all of these issues... People have grown up enough to know that there aren't necessarily easy overnight fixes. Every country around the world is facing labour shortages in the wake of COVID. We face the same here. But people will see that whether it was with the increase in REC numbers, the increase in working holiday numbers, the changes we made to the green list last year, there were issues raised. We look at them, we look at the evidence, and we will make changes where they'll be good at outcomes for New Zealand. Yeah, you might just be looking at them for just a wee bit long. I mean, I mean, Hipkins said if Auckland succeeds, the whole country succeeds. But, you know, I mean, it's going to be less productive if, if the whole place gets slowed down, right? Oh, well, that's absolutely right. Um, Auckland is 35% of New Zealand's population, a huge amount of our economic activity. And when the city does well, it is good for the whole country. To give just one example, going back to transport before, 
around about $2 billion of lost productivity because of congestion in Auckland. That hurts our whole economy. To get this place moving, there'll be benefits right across the supply chain, right across our economy and our, our society. Um, I've lived in Auckland all my life. I love this place. I've got connections and relationships right across every sector in the city. And as government, if we can coordinate as much as possible with those, we can make some really good improvements for the people who live here.